I'm just going to have my last two bites of my Avai on toast. So, any fans of ASMR? Well, Here switch we off now, probably. Also, I, there is quite heavy rain in this house at the minute, so I, I've got some it. lovely rain ASMR going on. If anyone can pick it up, oh, it's cozy. Hopefully the rain will cancel out the sounds of Camille chewing. <laughs> Chomping. Um, Doubt it. Mean- oh, God. Oh, meanwhile, BT. No. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, BT, yes. while she's finishing uh-huh. her mouthful, what? You, you appeared, before we started recording, you appeared to show us what looked like a double chin and then say that it was your mother-in-law's fault. Why? It is. She just makes us dinner every night. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, do you, what, do you not normally eat dinner? No, I do, but she makes really good ones. She's making stuff mm. that's like, what, creamy, cheesy. <sighs> exactly. And she's, you know, I'm not going to say she's a feeder, but, you know, it's there's a lot of food. Last night, talk us through. Oh, I didn't... Well, last night I was out. Hang on. Night before, we had a lovely sausage tray bake. It was like mm. a sort of... Um, it's like root vegetables and sausages and, you know, just hearty mm. food. Yeah. Gra- gravy with that or...? I'm gobbling it up. Yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly that. Bit of mustard. Oof. I love a, a veggie sausage tray bake. Delicious. Oh, but also delicious. very healthy. Roasted veggies. It did feel healthy. But I mean, then the treat drawer comes out. <laughs> There's a whole drawer. What's, what, what's in the treat what's drawer? In the drawer? It's yeah. the biggest bars of chocolate you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. Like of Cadbury's oh, Cadbury's, Cadbury's dairy milk. And you You're know I can't control myself. Those. I cannot control myself around a dairy milk. <laughs> So you're just swallowing one of those after I'm cracking it off and gobbling it up. <laughs> like a seal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you I've seen you do a Tony's Chocoloni in seconds. Yeah. 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 Has been known. Uh, she, she gets new varieties as well. Every now and again, she's getting a new variety and we're trying that out. And it sort of becomes like, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, experimenting, trying out some new <laughs> chocolate that I am eating half a bar of chocolate. What's the uh, newest variety? snowball so it has like a a little it has like a little smarty inside i think (laughs) i don't really understand it but i mean do you know what it was delicious so whatever is it white chocolate snowball no it was like a sort of had a sort of shell on it oh i see frosty shell or a Mm. or a Mm -hmm. revel on the outside inside but yes but it was inside a piece of chocolate (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know the ones (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking it's about. Great. It's delicious. I had an email the other day wanting me to sign a petition to save the Caramac. Who's emailing what? you about that? <laughs> I feel like there are more important petitions to sign. <laughs> yeah, there are. I get emailed about it, all of what them. What was it like, change.org? It was change.org and I get no. loads of petitions, but one of them from change.org was... Sign this to save the Caramac. Apparently wow! And so that would go to Parliament, and they'd have to discuss like saving <laughs> the Caramac bar. Mm. <laughs> um, but like, why discontinue it? I mean, the must sales must be low. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a reason. You can't yeah, make everything forever. Exactly. And also, your Caramac—that is that production line. You're not using that for anything else. Dairy milk. No, you're getting true. a lot of output from that. That's going on your whispers. It's got tangents. It's going on your crunchies. Okay. Your caramac. What's that going on? Mm. Caramac alone. Exactly. Yeah. That's it's a true. high cost, low yield. I used to be partial to a caramac. Yeah. I used yeah. to like a caramac, but I do think people who 
go crazy over things being discontinued should get a life. Get a life. Rose. For God's okay. sake. Rose, listen to me. What, have you Beauty, signed it? Th- no, let's think of something that would be just dis- that she would go mad if it was discontinued. Okay, if that local bakery that you've been going to suddenly oh, went, we're not doing the yum the- yums that are covered in butterscotch sauce anymore. We're not doing them. Well, do you want to hear something, Camille? Last time I, last time I went in there, they didn't have any. Okay. Did you cry? And <laughs> yeah, I, probably. No, no. I got a, uh, I got a iced spiced bun instead and it was delicious. Yeah, but I'm talking about discontinue. You can never have one of those yum yums covered in butterscotch again. I would be fine. I don't believe you. <laughs> do I think she would be you. fine, Camille. What do you think I'm going to be doing, Camille? Take it to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you now, if they discontinued Marmite, I would kick off. But the thing is, they're not. It's popular yeah, and it's got exactly. a niche in the market. Okay. Who was eating caramel every day? Jalapeno pretzels. I've not had one of them for years. I no. really, I, I, I genuinely wouldn't mind if I it's didn't have one of them again. It's not part of my daily life. Okay, listen. If they discontinued bread, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, <laughs> problems. This, this, this is something I can't, I can't have yeah. no more bread. That's I'd mad. I signed a petition. It was bread. <laughs> it yeah. was bread. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, right. Anyway. <laughs> It's only me. (laughs) Doing a drive-by, doing a pod. Hang on, don't say doing a drive-by, mate. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not a drive-by. Just um, wheeling up, vroom, vrooming over to your pad and eek, screeching up outside your house and saying, (laughs) beep, beep, welcome to the cars party. You can tell she's not a natural driver. No. (laughs) No, no, definitely not. Also, Camille, can I just ask a quick question? Mm. Yeah. When you were planning this podcast, Yes. (laughs) Were you or were you not influenced by an episode of children's TV that we are literally currently writing at the moment? Oh my God, Rose. Maybe subliminally, yes. But actually what happened, the process of coming up with this theme was I was in the living room and I was thinking, I don't know what to do. Googled when it was going out. Patron, uh, what's it called? Saint a- what's his name? St. Andrew? Uh, Scotland. St. Andrew's Day? Yeah, Scotland. I was like, we've done a Scottish party. Travelling. Okay, looking around the room, looking around the room. What could I do? There's a plant over there. We've done nature. I looked out the window. I saw a car. I thought, cars. (laughs) (laughs) I just went, okay, we're doing cars. Also, again, I was like, a very odd choice of theme for someone who claims to be sort of eco-minded. Yeah. And also, did you write the the chat questions in a rush? Because one of them's like, (laughs) do you own a car? Are you into cars? And then one just says... Car sick? Question mark. Car sick? <laughs> do either of you get car sick? I don't think you do. Not really. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do get car sick if I'm not driving. Mm. That's the thing. I've only ever really been in the car with you when you're driving. Yeah. Have to be in control. <laughs> you you have to eat before you get in the car. Don't go drive. Don't be in the car on an empty stomach. Makes car sickness worse. Anecdotally, yeah. in my experience. <laughs> 
Not factual. Camille, no one's going to sue you for saying that. <laughs> yeah. Just joking. Oh, yeah. What was it we said? Yeah. Alleg- just allegedly. Joking. Allegedly. Just Alleg- joking. Allegedly. Just, just joking. joking. Get sure out of anything. Um, yeah. And also no reading in the car. That's yeah, that terrib- makes terrible for car bad. sickness. Yeah. I don't understand. Sam can read like a book in the car. No, no way. No way. I don't really get car sick. And even if I do that, I'm like, oof, this isn't good. Are either of you into cars at all? Or Camille, no what do you think? What do you <laughs> think? Because absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Listen, I can appreciate a nice car. Right, yeah. okay, interesting. Because I am like almost violently opposed to the idea of being into cars. Oh, no, I love driving. Yes, love you it. do. Yes, and your mum is very into cars. Loves cars. She's so. got a Porsche, right? She sold. She sold her Porsche for a Tesla. A Porsche. A Tesla. Tesla. Never forget the day she drove us to the BBC in her Porsche once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And uh, we arrived at the gate, the security gate, and the guy was like, "Got any passes?" And she literally was just like, "I'm Jennifer Saunders." And he's like, "Here you go." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the day she was writing her script on the morning of the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, sounds like her. Got a Tesla. So yeah, are you guys into, do you want to get an electric car? Yeah, I'd love to get a Tesla. Well, something similar. Uh, a sort yeah. of snazzy electric car with lots of gadgets in it. Love a gadget. Yeah. For me, no way, Jose. Have you seen the insurance prices for those bad boys? Oh, they're bad. Very bad. Very Why? bad. Some people can't Why? insure their electric cars. They The insurance company won't insure them. This is so boring. But because because they're so expensive to fix the parts, oh wow. shit! So they it's very they might be cheap to run, mm. but that insurance but you're paying. Surely, in a few years' time, when they're more run of the mill, that's going to come down. Gotta. But like Rose, if someone was like, "You can have any car you want." That wouldn't excite you in any way. You wouldn't be like, "Oh, great! I get to choose a car." No, I would go. Just give me a bog standard, reliable, <laughs> any car that is f- that, that that goes. Mm-hmm. If it's got a working radio and working air conditioning, that's a bonus. <laughs> I, I, I could not give a shit. I don't want an old banger that's gonna it's, that's gonna break down. But yeah. if you said you have to choose a car, I would be bored. Mm. I would be oh, like, no, no, I don't I want to do that. Someone do it for me. No, I would be very excited to choose my own car. I would choose yeah. like a very cool looking car. Well, um, my ideal car is like, you know, those American muscle cars, like the Mustangs. Oh, they're cool. One of those, like on the outside, but on the inside, it's like really techie and like a, like a Tesla. See, I don't know what that is. What is a Mustang? You do, Rose. It looks, I'm imagining a car like in Greece. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going like, to show you a picture of a Mustang car. An old fashioned. So like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, this is my ideal actually. Like what you'd go to the movies in the 50s and watch a, watch right. a film. Right. Okay. See, I look at that. <sighs> She's showing me a picture of a Mustang <sighs> and I think completely impractical. What, the boot space on that, useless. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but yeah. I think this is because it is. It is that was very I much think, the same with the Porsche as well. I mean, getting into that Porsche, absolute nightmare. Well, famously, it doesn't have yeah. a boot. You've got no. to lift up the bonnet, put, yeah. put stuff in the bonnet. Um, 
I, I do think, Camille, you can prove us right or wrong here. I do think it, it, it is influenced by your parents because Beatty's mum, mm. yes, into your into your, your whizzy little sports cars. My parents had, I mean, when we were growing up, one of those huge boxy Volvos, beige, mm-hmm. uh, beige. with those fold-down seats in the boot that you Mate, sat, sat we had in. a Volvo. <laughs> oh, yeah, and now they've got now they've got a Skoda Octavia and the you know the reverse you know the parking sensor that goes like beep 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 yeah. and then it gets it goes to like beep when you're close to too close mm-hmm. as soon as you put the car in reverse it's just going beep oh, no. all the time and you see my parents driveway that's a long reverse oh. out of that driveway it is so stressful. Every time my mum turns it on and goes to reverse, it's like, Yee! oh my god, <laughs> starting your drive off very stressfully. But Camille, prove us right or wrong. What what's your what's your opinion of cars compared to your parents? I feel like they're medium into cars. Like, I feel like my biological dad very into them but never has an expensive one he's always like doing a car up tinkering with a car yes i remember mm. him telling me about a recent bmw purchase at your uh your a party that i was at recently very into into cars um turkish dad i remember when i was younger we had a period where we had like a white convertible and i was like this is cool okay, like, okay. go for little runs in that with the with the roof down me and my sister loved it i mean freezing sat in the back but yeah. loved it um but uh, yeah he yeah he's quite he now has quite a cool car actually it's like i don't know how to describe it i don't i never know what brands they are it's a big black car with nice <laughs> space inside it it looks okay. like one of those big range, range rover. rover type cars but it's right. not a range rover When I was a baby, well, not a baby, a toddler, my mum had a mini Mm. that was proper banged up. And she said it was so bad that you could see the floor, like the road, through (laughs) the floor in the back seat. And the brakes didn't work properly. And one of the first things I said whenever uh, we were in the car and she broke, I would always go, forsake! And that's because she, she always went, fuck's sake! <laughs> um, so I think I had experience of, uh, you know, a banged up old mini. But I do mm-hmm. quite like minis. Maybe it's because I have this sort of nostalgic mm-hmm. feeling yeah. about them. I love a mini. But Camille, like, I think you and Cars, not, not, not natural bedfellows. No. This is going out before the live pod and you told a story on the live pod about me parking a car. So you'll have to wait for that podcast to come out. We're not telling it again yeah. now. No, no. Th- hopefully that'll make the edit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, like like you said, Camille, you can't name the brand. This is... Yeah, no idea. You know, like I always think, you know how police, it's like a prerequisite. You need to un- know all the brands of car by sight because you need mm-hmm. to say, oh, the, the suspect is in gosh, an S. I never yeah. thought about uh, that. Yeah. And I sometimes think if I witnessed a crime, I would be. They'd be like, "What was the make of car?" Oh, In fact, that did happen to me. I yeah. did happen to me. I saw like a fight. It was like a gang fight when I used to live in East East Dulwich, and there were some knives. And I called the police, and yeah, she was like, "What make of car was it?" And I was like, "It's black. It's long. 
Wow, yeah. Like, yeah, if you ask me what James, what what car we've got, I, I didn't know for ages. I think I know. Can I take a guess? Go on. Volkswagen Golf. Correct. There we go. An impractical car for a family. And I know that because his dad sort of offered to buy him a car, but then actually was like, I'm not, no, what I meant was I'm giving you my car. Give you my old car that I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, should we crack into a game? I feel like I should sort of talk more about cars, but. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel the pressure to talk about cars, Camille. Well, I like this question. Uh, Do you get road rage? Oh, uh, of course you like that question. Thinking of you when I wrote that one. Do you know what? I had a road rage, a road rage incident the other day. Well, as in you were ra- you were well, being, listen. you were raging or you were being raged against. Let's see. Okay. Rage against the grey man. Oh. So I was pulling out into the road. You know when you're like, it's, you're pulling out into like a road that's quite heavy traffic. So you have to and so I was piss across, some people I was across off. one yeah. lane. And then there was traffic coming the other way. And I thought this guy was slowing down a bit. So I sort of nudged forward. and But he wasn't. So I stopped. And he did a beep. And then he there was loads of space for him to get by. So he was like driving past me, looking at me like, eh. Oh my and God, then he oh stopped, God. wound his window down. and was like, I wasn't going to let you out. And I was like... Yeah, what I think f- you've made that quite obvious. Like, why didn't you let me out? And he was like, well, would you have let me out? And I was like, yeah, because I'm a nice person. Did you say that? Yeah. BT, Great yes. man, no more. I know. And what did he say to that? He was like, learn how to drive. And shut his window. And everyone was like beeping at him to keep going because he, he just stopped in the middle of the road. Anyway. And then did you, and then did you cry? I didn't cry, but I was just like, Yeah, I do sometimes think men are too emotional to drive. Yeah, men are too emotional to drive, actually. Oh, I, yeah, I have obviously very hot-headed. I'm getting getting road rage a lot, often Mm -hmm. when I'm not even in a car. Got, got mm-hmm. it on pedestrian crossing the other day because, okay, again, so I was crossing the road. Did I tell this story on the podcast? The where I was crossing. No, the when I was crossing. Thank you. Oh no, different, different, different okay. one. <laughs> I was crossing, I was crossing the road in Penge the other day. And it was a, it's a zebra crossing where there's an island in the middle. Mm. But it's my understanding that if you're driving, even if someone's on the zebra crossing on the other side of, you know what I mean? The other side of the road, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I stop because obviously they're not going to yeah. stop in the middle of the road. They're, they're intending to cross the entire road. Yeah. So we mm. cross the first bit of the road. There's a car coming the other way. We get to the traffic island. She just carries straight <gasps> on an SUV. And I, <laughs> I mean, okay, right. I did shout, you're a fucking pig. Okay. <laughs> 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 and Dan and Dan was like, "You need to chill out." Because he was like, "We weren't even you, in the Rose, middle." You don't know what someone's gonna like. They might go mad, pull a knife on you. Mm, yeah, or try and I, run you over. In yeah, big I know SUV. what's going on. Yeah, I'm not saying don't I, stand up for yourself. I'm just saying risky. maybe don't shout. You're a fucking pig. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I do get obviously road rage all the time because we're but well I don't know if I get road rage I'm quite a timid driver I'm quite like a nervy driver so it's mm. more like I get stressed so I don't get rage at other people I get pissed off when other people like like you said like BT when they're mean mm-hmm. and they don't let you out or they'll yeah. like you'll do something and you'll be like I can't help the fact that I had to do that and you're like 
beeping me and stuff. Yeah. And then I get, then I get feel, I, I, it's like, I know what you mean, BT, where you don't cry, but you just feel like really shaky and like yeah. upset and it pisses you off yeah. for the rest yeah. of the day because you're just like, you're just thinking about oh, it. But, and also because you're like, it's so unjust. Yes. Well, I might, yeah. I might have said this before, but my fantasy is that when something like that happens, you're just suddenly transported into like a courtroom and you have like a mini. Lovely. And you get to sort of like tell your like story, and then people are like, "Yeah, she's right." Yeah. Oh. You want but that also in London, it's like just let's all people get so stressed out, and it's like you're not going to get anywhere fast in London. You just need to be like it, it's it's stressful. We're all mm-hmm. trying to get somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Let's just not be aggressive. It's exactly. the aggression I can't bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Camille, oh any God. road rage? Why did I, I do a car party? This is awful. <laughs> Camille, any road rage? Not really. Just bad driving. Just mm-hmm. really yeah. bad at driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Re- and now James's car is electric and I haven't practiced much driving in it. And it's, I mean, I practiced once and that pedal is sensitive. Yeah. Electric cars. It, that, that's, that's problems for me i uh-huh. need to re like <laughs> a little tap and it's like i'm Ooh, you're I, bombing yeah, along i need to really practice because that is going into the back of another car if i don't watch it yeah yeah <laughs> really really uh, earlier on i was what you said about rose about eco eco vibes surprised that i did car party you're right sometimes i'm like they should just ban cars in london between certain mm-hmm. times and mm-hmm. make it so that there's like specific mini like you get a school bus you should have like buses like that for people's jobs and they like go around and collect everyone they work out people's routes and like who lives near where and whatever and they should do like a kind of bus scheme but like a mini bus i think that's just buses (laughs) (laughs) okay no 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 no, it's not just buses, because this comes to your house. It's like a taxi. It's like a shared Uber, yeah, but a but minibus. Yeah, but if it's all going to the same workplace, that's going to be a long trip around London. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Unless you have several buses from different places. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Is she's just describing just the bus, bus network. She is, she is, yeah. Yeah. yeah Everyone should true. just take the bus. Yeah. Everyone should just but, take you the know, bus. difficult when you've got push chairs when you not not particularly mobile if you've got disability yeah yes difficult push chairs wheelchairs mobility Mm -hmm. issues you Mm -hmm. can't Mm -hmm. enforce buses onto people there are actually places i've lived somewhere more central london i don't think they do it around here more central london between certain hours when the kids are getting to school Mm -hmm. they you're not allowed to drive down those roads because of pollution it is very it's a very sensitive issue LTNs. Yeah. Yes. Don't take don't take a stance either way would be my um no, oh, okay. really? my advice. People don't it like is hugely Why? divisive, hugely, because on one hand, some people are saying we it's good because it's cleaner air for the areas that are low traffic neighborhoods, but then the people who live in the surrounding areas are like, you're just sending all of the cars to my street. Oh, but that's right. but the, no, she's talking about just between certain times. So like when on Mabel's school on that road, road. Uh, it's shut between the hours of like 
drop-off time, so like 8.30 to 9.30. But then the people who are in the neighbouring roads might feel very strongly that means that during those times our roads are completely polluted. See what Mm. I'm saying? But I thought it was more of a traffic safety thing for kids. BT, on your head be it. I'm just thinking on your head be it. it, it, It's not great for me because I have to, you know, find somewhere to park on the really busy road that's busy because that road's that that people live on and are like, (laughs) you're fucking clogging up my road every single day and you're parking on my driveway. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna fix this. Let's play again. Okay, can we just say we are not can we just say officially Bertha Girls are not taking a political stance on low traffic neighbourhoods? Allegedly. Some just people joking. think it's good, some people think it's bad, and we're just, just joking. joking. Just yeah. joking. We're just joking about it. <laughs> okay, let's play a game. It's called New Wheels. So I've asked BT and Rose and myself to design a brand new car that everyone will want to drive. But I want you to tell me about this brand new car by describing the TV advert for it. Here we go. Yeah, except for you, you sort of said that and then a lot of the breakdown questions were just describing the car rather than the advert. That's just to get that's just I, things I've, to think about. I've, I've just written got things the advert to think about. Down. Okay, yeah, I haven't I have done it differently. It's okay. absolutely fine. It's a podcast. Do it as you wish. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't I'm not taking this, this just to forward podcast. and being like, these are our plans. <laughs> Do you want to make one of these cars? <laughs> You're ready to pitch them their new advert. Yeah. Um, who BT? Would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. The okay. car enthusiast. <laughs> we see a small, unassuming little car driving through New York City. Okay. It skips in between other cars because it's so tiny. It fits into tiny spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen it all before. People are looking at it. People are looking at it and sneering, laughing. In fact, <laughs> look at that stupid car. <laughs> Then it pulls up to a swanky-looking party. The, the bouncer waves the driver away, but he shows his pass and gets through to the red carpet. The driver gets out. He must be about six foot three and super muscly. How does he fit inside that tiny car? He opens the back door. Out comes a beautiful woman in a gorgeous dress. But wait, there's another. Hang on. Three women were in the back of that car. People's jaws start to drop. There's more. In total, about 20 perfectly manicured celebs exit the car and strut down the red carpet. One bouncer faints. People stop taking pictures of the celebs and turn to start taking pictures of the magical car. People are screaming. A journalist with a microphone runs over to the driver. Please, please tell us what is this car? Oh, this little thing? The driver turns to the camera. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. This <laughs> is my car dis. Okay, we follow him as he gets back inside and shuts out the noisy crowd. The car is enormous inside, like a very large living room. He stretches his big old bod, perfectly comfortable, and goes to set off. But wait, he sees something behind him. He stops and looks back. There's still a girl in the back. She grabs a G&T from the fridge and sits back down on the most enormous comfy sofa you've ever seen. With a cheeky grin, she clicks a remote. And a big screen starts to roll down, playing one of The Rock's movies. The Rock (laughs) shakes his head with a wry smile, puts on his shades. They drive away into the New York sunset. BT, you really enjoyed that, Wait, wait, tagline, tagline, tagline. Okay, okay. Tagline. Cardis, it's what's on the inside that counts. 
Or Cardis. <laughs> it's a grower, not a shower. Or Cardis. Don't judge a car by its booty. Or Cardis. Much bigger on the inside than on the out. <laughs> really good. I think two things. Mm. I think you are missing a trick not working in advertising. It was, that was okay, really good. You. You've got a real brain agree, for, for coming up with the concept of an advert. Uh-huh. But number two, you need to finalise your your tagline before before the hey pitch. look i'm just going mm. to them with options <laughs> right yeah okay i'm just going with options but I, i'm pretty sure what's what it's what's on the inside that counts is the one that they're going to go for yeah but you you have to go with a few options for the client my only in- issue with it is like spatial awareness if it if in your if inside it looks yeah. so big you're going to feel like you're going to crash all the time so it's sort of set up like a video game inside, I imagine. There's sort of, it's rather than looking out, because you're basically going through a portal, right? So the door is a portal into a bigger room. That wasn't clear, <laughs> So it's like but... a space portal. So so when you're driving, no, that's not clear from the advert because it's magic. It's just and how, also how that, that works. sort of doesn't make it any clearer in my mind. I, I, I don't right. think it makes it more complicated. So what I'm saying is I just want is, to like, know what... What's the experience of driving? Because if you if in if inside it looks so like a huge living room, mm-hmm. aren't you going to be driving around being like, ah, I'm going to hit that, I'm going to hit that, it's massive. <laughs> um, no, because it just feels like you're driving a video game. Mm. You can see like your little car maybe on a screen and you're just like driving it through New York. Um, yes. You've got several uh, views. You've got several screens in front of you that, like, okay, well, that that show also wasn't mentioned, is. but um, can can imagine it. It's, not, it's an advert. Can can, can imagine it. The, the thing yeah. I take umbrage yeah. with is um, mm-hmm. that you said it's a Cardis. Camille's big Camille, bone. Camille's big bone. <laughs> Camille's big Camille's bone, bone is. You've said it's a Cardis, which is obviously play on mm-hmm. Tardis. Yeah. Why the hell That's is it Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Why haven't you got someone from Doctor Who? Because he's massive. But why haven't you got someone from Doctor Who promoting it? That would have been good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. You really want to sign David Tennant up to that. Okay. You want Tennant okay. on, in there. All right. Makes complete sense. I'm just, well, I'm just saying Dwayne the Rock Johnson is famous throughout you want the world. david tennant with dwayne the rock johnson as his guest or something but you've got to have someone from doctor who or 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 the person who's still in the car is david tennant yeah that's cool that's good yes and okay. it's like yeah 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 you okay buddy and he's like oh no i'm, no, I'm fine just eating like a bit of popcorn as his <laughs> as his passenger yeah that works yeah and then maybe okay, he, he yeah. uses his magical screwdriver to do the screen, to turn on the movie. To, to do the screen, right. Mm. Turn, on the, turn on the big screen. Um, okay, thank it's you. We, we've heard enough, I think. I'll, I'll let you do the driving this time, pal. <laughs> she's, she's spitballing yeah. the script. That's good. <laughs> Rose has got a point, though, B. If um, all the acting dries up, I can see you doing a sideways move into advertising mm-hmm. with a click of your fingers. I You... I think you've got the brain And they for love it. going out in the evenings <laughs> drinking. You'd love that. I do like that, yeah. 
Day of work, boozy lunch. It's like, it's you all over. (laughs) And I do feel like it's the kind of thing where you could turn up on the day and just pitch anything and have not really prepared it, but just, you just go with it. It's basically this podcast. It's a monkey playing playing the drums. It's it's nine to five. That's it. It's nine to five, Birthday Girls House Party podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just pitching, pitching, pitching. (laughs) Yes. Maybe we'd be really good on The Apprentice because of all our experience doing this. No, <laughs> no, because the apprentice you actually have to see it mm. through, and that's yeah. where I was always mm. fall down the physics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Advertising, that's it. All you're doing is you're selling a dream. Yeah, so exactly. It's the dream. That's you're perfect. Selling a dream. Very good, Rose. Really good. I don't think I came up with that. No, even so. Have you seen? Um, it's one of my favorite SNL sketches of all time. The guy who wrote the Pepsi advert that Kendall Jenner was in. <laughs> You remember? Do you remember that Pepsi advert where she? It's like one. a Black Lives Matter one where she, she like racism hands, with Pepsi. She ends, yeah, yeah, that's and right. And yeah. did a sketch um, following the guy who wrote the, <laughs> the advert, and he's like on the set of the advert, like talking to his girlfriend about the advert, and she's like, mm, are, you, "Are you sure?" And then she, <laughs> he gets her to put her on, put him on to like different people, and then he's like talking through the advert and realizing how <laughs> it's how rubbish. Bad it is. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, Rose, would you like to give us your pitch next or me? I would. I've done mine differently because uh, I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I think I slightly skipped over the bit where it said, tell us about your brand new car by describing the TV advert for it. I have got a bit about the advert, but some of it is just, most of it is just me just talking it's about It's fine, the car. I'll allow it. Continue. Lovely. Okay. Get ready for the new car that is going to sweep the nation, nay, the world. Prepare to meet the Honda Clang. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It is specially designed for nervous slash bad drivers. And it is the first totally crash-proof car. Wow. (laughs) She wanted a reaction then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. will, will, will you see it coming I'd have thought so it's neon pink mm-hmm. and it also plays a constant clanging sound so you can always tell when one's on the approach like oh, a God. sort of like ambulance vibes but obviously it's a different sound and you let's say you can't hear it inside the car you can just you just know where one's coming so all the other drivers are like okay there's a clang on the way about you. <laughs> that's inspired by your parents Skoda the beep, the constant yes, beep. Yes, clearly. <laughs> so it's basically, it is it is a driving early warning system to other drivers, mm. but obviously crashes can still mm. happen, you know. Not with the Honda Clang! <laughs> <laughs> this is now, Camille, this is genuinely a coincidence because I did come up with this before we had our talk about our episode of children's TV that we are yes. writing, but you will see some similarities. The car is equipped with a revolutionary external airbag system. Okay. So it's like, you know, those balloon things that they've designed for old people to like inflate when they fall over. Have you seen those? No. Okay. So they've designed this thing and it's like, uh, it's like clothes that old people wear. And when they like have a fall, it can sense that they're falling and it's, it's airbags. It, 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 the clothes it, balloons become balloons mm-hmm. wow. and they and it's a soft landing mm, very nice 
Have you seen that? BT, I'd have thought this wow. is the kind of thing that you're TikToking through all day long. Yeah. I mean, I would have thought so too, but new to me. It's very yeah. clever, okay? So same principle but it's all around the, the honda clang and it and and when it the car can sense potential impact just beforehand mm-hmm. and boom it's inflating mm-hmm. and it's a soft landing literally every time mm. wow the horn also just says sorry really loudly That's the horn sound. <laughs> <laughs> is it eco-friendly yes it is totally electric. We won't worry about the uh, the costs of mm-hmm. the insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's got a top speed of 60 miles an hour. So you, Surely you literally you're, you're, can't. The insurance thing is going to come down anyway because you're driving a car that of course literally it can't is. crash. Yeah, I've said, yeah, it, yes, it costs, say, let's say it costs £10,000. I don't really know how much cars cost. But the insurance premiums, yeah, basically zero because there's, there's no damage is possible. Mm. So mm-hmm. lovely. Mm-hmm. It also never breaks down, never needs servicing and parks itself. That's just wow. extras. Mm. Um, okay, the advert, very pleased with this one. Picture the scene. A driveway in Walthamstow. Mm. Close on a street sign mm. saying E17 move along to the Honda Clang in the driveway. Who's that in the driver's seat? It's Brian Harvey. (laughs) Very good. Very good. An acoustic version of Stay Another Day starts to play. He's gobbling down a jacket potato. (laughs) Okay. It's his fourth. You can see empty packets all around the place. He falls out of the car in the classic, you know, Potato anecdote fugue. that everyone knows yeah. about him <laughs> potato potato induced fugue exactly <laughs> the hand br- the hand breaks off the car starts rolling backwards towards him he's about to run himself over with his own car but then clang out come the airbags soft landing yeah nice harvey saved that's good how much is he getting paid for do that ad no disrespect to brian harvey I reckon I reckon I can get him for ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think no way he's doing that for under fifty. Uh, okay, I think fifty's yeah. fine because then you've only got to sell five cars and you, you're in mm, profit. True. I mean, I, I I have it on semi good authority. He's working as a roofer in E17. So, Do you know, wow. I'm telling you now, ten grand. If I got up to him, ten grand, Brian. And maybe there's a bit of a kind mm-hmm. of um, tongue in cheek. Maybe there's something where it's like, you know, whatever year it was that that happened. And maybe there's like a paparazzi outside with a camera raised, ready to take the embarrassing photo. Oh, yeah. But then because he's saved by the car, doesn't get the photo, but he's saved from the embarrassment of that story just That's always being good. associated with his name. Yeah. He's reclaiming it. So good. a bit of fun. That is a bit of fun. Okay. The clang. Nice. Are you ready for my advert? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, Rose, reading this, I've realised I've taken something from our kids' TV idea as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be a good episode. Okay, so. Hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> what fun. Your, I think your daughter's going to really enjoy watching this episode that we wrote, actually, BT. I don't. I'm not going to let her yeah. watch it. Um, 
<laughs> okay, so my advert starts off, the sun is rising. You think it's going to be like any other car ad in a beautiful setting in the mountains or something. But then we reveal the sun is rising <laughs> over a huge scrap heap. The camera pans from the bottom of the heap over loads of flat car tyres, broken windscreens, car radios with wires sticking out. Gets to the top of the heap. Who do we see? Sat atop of the heap, grinning from ear to ear, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> grinning from ear to ear. She grins to the camera. <laughs> she clicks her little fingies. And suddenly... There's an all-star cast dancing around the scrap heap, picking up the broken bits of car and putting them together. We've got Danny Dyer pirouetting with some windscreen wipers. Adele voguing with some wing mirrors. David Beckham kicking a steering wheel. Greta <laughs> clicks her fingers again and we reveal that a car has been made out of all of the scrap off the scrap heap. But how's it going to run? Why is Greta endorsing the use of petrol? Because it don't use petrol, baby. This is when the title of the car, the name of the car is revealed. The name of the car bounces up and down the screen. Springer. Oh, Springer. No. Springer. The tyres... Yeah, you've directly lifted yeah, this. Yeah, thank you. The tyres are actually springs. The car bounces along. No petrol required. And the final shot alive. Terrifying. And the final shot is the ghost of Jerry Springer getting into the driving seat while all the others <laughs> clap as he drives away. Boing boing and boing. You th- How do you get it to start boing? You wanna know the best thing? Yeah, you, you wanna know the best all- thing? Yeah. It's only gonna cost you a hundred quid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Camille, once again, the physics is let her down. Where's the initial burst of power coming from? You Danny can't, something doesn't just Dyer spring out of pulls. nowhere. How do you control the direction you're springing We pull in? like one of those things. You know, those wind up things, you pull it and then it goes for a bit. Mm. You pull one of those, mm-hmm. like a jump start thing. You pull that before you set yeah. off and that gives you an initial burst and then it just sort of carries on. So you've essentially designed uh, a very large pogo stick. How do you stop it from boinging? Weights. You employ the weights. You um, anchor. An anchor. There's an anchor. There's an anchor. anchor. You drop drop anchor anchor when you're... So if you accidentally run over someone, you're just going to be boinging on top of them. Boing, 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 boing. (laughs) And also, physics-wise, again, when you drop anchor, that doesn't stop the springing momentum. All that's going to happen is you're going to... Boing, and then you've got to be pulled back like a bungee jump. In, it sounds it really sounds dangerous. And also, it's made out of scraps. It's going to be pulled apart. In my world, people either own a Springer or a Clang. So, uh, mm. right. Collisions are not a problem. There's the Clang will just. I'm, I'm, I'm yes. worried about collisions with pedestrians, is what I'm worried about. Mm. The braking system isn't that great. Hmm. Just seems quite Maybe dangerous. mine is more of um, a sort of go karting craze. You know, you can go and play on the springers. Well, you're, ch- okay. I mean, you're changing the goal. You're moving the goalposts a bit <laughs> here, Camille. Okay, let's put it to the vote. Let's wait and see what the voting represents. <laughs> I'll just write it on my phone, huh? Right. Cast your votes. Sorry, Camille's what? Vote for herself. 
Cardia? Oh, oh no. Oh, what no. she put? Cardis. The Cardis. Oh, Cardis. BT wins. BT wins. Thank you. Rose voted for BT. Yeah, I'd have been absolutely gutted about that. Voted for Rose. Cardis. I was quite pleased with mine, to yes, be honest. Yes, no shade on you, Rose. I just would rather... No one wants to r- drive a Clang. I'd rather drive a Cardis. I would love to drive a Clang. I'd rather sit in my living room and be driven around. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather the Cardis. <laughs> yeah. Right, guys, it's time for Legends and Dicks. Uh, Rose, who's your Legend and Dick of the Week? Okay, so... Well... I've sort of got two legends, I would say. Mm. Probably legend. So, so basically, my legend is there. Is, there is a sort of dick in this, in a way. My first legend is the people, uh, some of our lovely listeners on Patreon, who um, got in touch to say. Well, you know when I went crazy about UPS? Yes, I remember it well. We had a few lovely, few lovely I'm very impressionable and I got very like, worried too. <laughs> yeah. Few listeners getting in touch saying, you don't, don't let this, don't be too frightened by this. It's not, it's like, it's being touted in a, in a kind of like conspiracy theory-esque way in that there's this big conspiracy by like big food companies mm-hmm. to try and make everything you eat all this bad stuff and i don't deny i don't deny it's obviously not ideal if lo- your your whole diet is ultra processed food obviously best if you can try and do some cooking for yourself and eat your fruits and veggies etc but um yeah i just read some of the articles and read what they were saying it was like actually yeah the way that the people talk about it i was on this facebook group and it is like they're so scared and it is like they're so obsessive and Mm. it's just like i just i don't think i don't think that's um healthy necessary Mm -hmm. Mm. it's good to be aware of what you're eating and be like hmm maybe i will try and like not eat so much of x or y yeah but anyway, article in The Guardian today saying basically um, a World Health Organization backed study has shown some UPFs beneficial to your diet, e.g. bread and cereals. So Fortified with vitamins. Exactly. Um, well, it was, it was mainly about the fibre, mm, but mm, sure, you know. There's always two sides to a story and you and also mm-hmm. one side is trying to sell a book. Exactly. You can't exactly. Be an and I mean, the other side is trying to sell food, to, to be, be fair. fair. So it's like neither yeah. of them are make your yeah. own decisions. But and also, I would like to say the caveat is I'm not 100% who funded this study. It could very well be Nestle. Mm-hmm. But it is World Health Organization backed. And I feel like, aren't they quite impartial? Meant to be. Yeah, surely they're meant to be. Anyway, so those they're my legends. Thank you to the people who got in touch to... Um, make sure that I didn't fall down a rabbit hole of reading every single ingredients list every time I went around the shops. And other legend, back on the celebrations, aren't I? Uh, delicious. Yum. It's, it's Christmas. Delicious. Absolutely nearly delicious. Christmas. It's nearly Christmas. I would argue best box, best box chockies. Wow. Yeah, there's not many duds in there. No, it's true. Exactly, BT. Apart from your bounty. We were looking at... I love a bounty, you see. So for me, no duds. Because I was looking at Nature Heroes and say, yes, of course, dairy milk is delicious, but there's duds in there. Fudge, cream egg one. Oh, I love fudge. Mm, No. 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 But But also, Galaxy, you forget. 
you forget galaxy galaxy chocolate is delicious so So creamy so good so and yeah obviously celebrations are made by nestle i believe so probably terrible but i tell you what they are absolutely (laughs) delicious so yeah two legends Uh, and dick is is people trying to scare you to sell something yeah Yeah. good one whether that be a book or a food yeah Yeah, good nice ones uh bt legend and dick uh my legends uh actually i don't i'm sort of a dick in this but i've been listening to have you listened to uncanny the podcast with the ghost stories no (laughs) yeah i think have i i listened to the battersea poltergeist and found that not very scary and then was like this guy's quite annoying oh uh, there's some really good stories in uncanny (laughs) i mean he is good because you get like a sort of skeptics view and then you get um you know a paranormal experts for you so but, but the they stories do take are it very seriously creepy. they do they in the Battersea Poltergeist that's why I was like oh come on because in the end it was basically like so yeah I guess it was just a ghost <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I haven't listened to any. That's sort of what the endings of a lot of so them are. So is this your but legend, BT? I, I listen to them. They're, it's my legend because okay. I'm obsessed with it at the minute. Uh, but also I listen to it when I'm like walking at night to the tube. No. And it's... Um, That's mad. It just really puts my heckles up. Like I'm looking around all the time, like looking. <laughs> um, that, yeah. Well, my, my dick of the week was also, I've got another dick, is... The British press. Have you watched mm-hmm. the Robbie Williams documentary? No. Not yet. Uh, but I've watched the David Beckham one and similar boy. vibes. Yeah. Similar vibes. Oh, but Camille, do you not know about the vibe the, that they doctored, Netflix doctored like the headlines on the, when they showed the newspaper articles on for the, that on documentary? The David what do you mean? Uh, yes. What? As in when they talk about his alleged affair. <gasps> They like doctored the the headline so that it was like less bad on him. Wow! I found that doc- I really enjoyed really? watching that David Beckham documentary, but I found it incredibly biased. It was like he was clearly like I have complete editorial control. You should watch the Robbie Williams one because it's much more. Um, it's just him watching raw footage of him like growing up being famous, and it's a real like oh. deep dive into his mental health and like. Uh, oh, his relationship with his songwriter and it's really yeah. tough to watch some of it there's this yeah. big concert he has to do in Leeds and he basically has a panic attack the whole way through the concert and the footage of it is just oh my like God. Oh, I loved Robbie God. I know me saw too saw him at the yeah. what's it called the Milton Keynes Bowl or something mm-hmm. incredible I'll watch that yeah, yeah I've not watched it so yet so good looking I mean still is very good yeah, looking gorge. but I mean absolute but anyway I'm, I'm obsessed with that too those are my two obsessions mm. it's mad isn't it how the British press are like basically the worst ones uh, from There's everywhere him, he re- he's reading like all the press like in at the time like in the early 2000s and the head the headlines are like Blobby Williams and he's <gasps> you know and you're like how could you say he's fat no it's mad <laughs> he's yeah. not fat at all but yeah, but it's like when you watch Bridget Jones' Diary mm. with Renée Zellweger, Ugh. and she's like, we're supposed to think that she's fat yeah. in that, yeah. and she's talks about herself normal. like she's a yeah. hog, and it's like, yeah, just yeah. Like very yeah. normal. Um, lovely. Uh, my legend and dick today is my sister's boyfriend, um, who planned oh, a surprise trip for her. Um, mm-hmm. he took her to Iceland at the weekend, and. 
she had no idea. She kept ringing me the week leading up to it because he told her to book time off work and then said he hadn't actually planned anything. She completely bore it all. She was ringing me up, telling me how unthoughtful he was and whether she should say something. <laughs> and like, he's planned nothing. And I kept being like, maybe just wait until the day because it's a bit tricky to have a go at someone for something before it's happened. And you don't yeah. know. And she was like, I know. I was like, well, maybe he's got you an amazing... <laughs> Maybe he's got you an amazing present or like he's taking you somewhere incredible for dinner. She went, he's booked somewhere in Wokingham. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then he, but he did such a good job. I was like, this boy could be an actor. He, um, he did some like quite far-fetched suggestions for what they could do on the day that she was like, can you believe he's asked if I want to do this on the day? Like what, that, that's just not, and he like wrapped a present in tin foil and left it on the table for her. Oh my God. That's so good. No idea. Zero idea. Um, and he went to a real massive effort, made it really nice, book loads of stuff. So he's my legend of the week. Um, what yeah. I'm saying is though. Is he going to do that every single birthday? He set himself it up is, now. Yeah, it's, it yeah. I said set himself up for five years time. High. He's he's going to have to be googling SpaceX trips to I the know. moon. He's going to run out of she's, money. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's made a rod for his own back. Um, yeah. and Dick of the Week is a man. The other day, I feel like he wanted someone to annoy him. Like I was walking mm. on the street and. I sort of nearly bumped into him. You know what I'm like. I was with the I was with the buggy as well. And I went, oh, sorry. Were you smiling? Uh, probably. And we didn't bump paths, but I could tell. He just had a... I just remember clocking him, being like, you've got a bit of an edge. And then I got to the um, zebra crossing and I was crossing over and a woman, mm. he was in front of me and a woman was coming towards him. And it was one of those things of like, not sure which way, who's going mm. which way. And they did yeah, slightly yeah. bang into each other. And he gave her such a stare down and was like really annoyed at her. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I thought you were going that way. And, I, and he just walked off in a massive stress. And I just said to her, that was not your fault. I watched that happen. That was not your yeah. fault. And I was just like, well, like just, a, just a, you know, just a bad vibe. Like, just like just trying, trying to start, to start something. something with someone. Yeah. I mean, who knows what he had going on in his world, why he needed to do that. Mm. But I was like, mm. I'm sorry. You aren't Dick of the Week. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's also scary when you're a woman and it's a man doing that. Yeah, like, oh. Well, that is the end of the pod. Good news, because the baby's crying. That is the end of the car party. Great theme, Cam. Thank you. Fantastic theme, Cam. <laughs> Great theme. What's going to be next? It's going to be like mug party, sofa party. <laughs> Just things I can see in my living I mean, room. Things like yeah. wallpaper party. <laughs> like, but fast forward to three months' time, and I'm telling you now, we're going to be getting an email saying yeah. mug party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't mind it. Um, thank you very much for coming to the car party. Um, as always, we've got a Patreon, guys. Remember. We do extra content on it, extra games, bonus content every week. You'll get a whole new episode every month. Um, and all you've got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash birthday girls house party. Um, this week, great game. Great game. It's a good game. Really good game. Camille's outdone It's herself. called Are We There Yet? Little teaser. 
Um, but thank you very much to Emma Corsham, our wonderful producer, and Shmilevsky, our wonderful podcast music composer, and Lucy Moore, who did our brilliant podcast artwork. Thank you to BT. Thank you to Rose. Thank, thank you, you to Camille. you, Camille. Thank you very much. We will speak to you soon. Have a nice week. Bye. 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 Bye.